I guess that's a good place to begin the tip show on. Why not? Hello. Welcome to the tip show. Uh, we'll see how everything's doing. It is the tip show for March 8th, 2019. We've got a little bit of a rowdy crowd, so I hope you at home are rowdy as well. And uh, I actually began this saying, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll tell a story. And then as I began doing this, I forgot the story. What was I talking about? <laughs> what was I say I was going to say right before I decided to record? Pizza. Yeah. So I can uh, probably at this point, I've healed up enough that I can have a pizza. And this has become, for me, what I can only assume The Bachelor is for you. Like, this has become a real difficult choice for me in which I'm always thinking about 8 to 16 pizzas, but I can only end up with one of them. And so I'm just kind of constantly considering which pizza to give that rose to and move on to the semifinals before I put it in my fucking belly. Uh, and I've got a number of options here, so I don't know. Uh, you guys, I, the strangest thing just happened. I'm talking about my first pizza in a long time, and people are talking about toppings. I know the toppings. Get out of here. I know the toppings that I will have on top of the pizza. It's not different pizzas from the same place with different toppings that I'm confused about, assholes. <laughs> I'm thinking about 8 to 16 different pizzas' locations. And then whatever pizza I get from there will be the best one. Like, I don't... You guys, you guys don't understand me at all. You don't understand me at all. You think I'm just sitting here? Oh, my God. Sitting here just thinking about different toppings and not knowing which one to get? Uh-uh. That's not me at all. How dare you? <laughs> I have I think this is what I was actually going to say before I start talking about pizza uh, I think that uh, that I've been so proud of myself in part because I have been able to every single time this week so far here's my big big victory in a while uh, overcome body lock and just do the thing that I said I was going to set out to do uh, and get out the house and do it and I intentionally uh, decided to push it, uh, working with a little bit of a therapist here, and we decided to just go ahead and try and uh, push it because what I typically do is I do all my errands on one day, very logistically smart, uh, but also, of course, you only have to leave the house one day a week. And so we decided to go ahead and push it to make it so that I had to intentionally, every day, decide to leave the house and do something and get that thing done, no matter how big or small. And it wasn't that difficult. Only only yesterday, only yesterday was like, eh, 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 eh. Um, I still did it. Every single day, uh, I got out of the house and I did the thing that I was supposed to do. Uh, that has been a very, 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 very long time since that has happened. Uh, it felt really, really good to get done. And I have been celebrating with all kinds of junk food. The joke that I'm saying is, is that I'm eating all kinds of junk food and I'm almost eating an American diet because of all the junk food I'm eating. It's not quite as bad as an American diet, but it's almost there. 
the other thing I'm giving, I'm, I know this is probably too much tummy talk before we get started, but I'm just so excited about healing up. Um, the other thing is the thing that I decided to try before a cheeseburger or a pizza or something like that. Uh, the thing that I decided to actually uh, put in my tum tum to see if it worked were kale shakes. And I had two kale shakes this week. And not going to lie, one did better than two, but both of them went okay. And now I uh, – kale. this is going to sound kind of crazy for me uh, or for you, sorry. Uh, but kale is like one of the worst things for me. Uh, it's one of the hardest things to digest. Why is it so good for you? Because it's so fucking hard for your body to digest. That's in part of it. I swear to Christ, look it up. And so uh, the ability for uh, me to actually have kale at this point and get it down and everything, uh, I'm kind of getting there. So pretty much you guys have, have – at the beginning of the year, I said it's, it's, it's weight that's keeping me back. Uh, from getting out in front of the camera and that sort of thing. Um, it's it's waiting and getting uh, the, the project up and monetized. The second part, me and Allie have been, mostly Allie, have been busting ass on, and that's ready to come out. So uh, we'll be ready to thank her pretty soon for that. Uh, and uh, very, very freeing. It's going to be a lot of fun once that's up and out. Uh, I have been losing weight. So now, you guys, because the diet has been going pretty good. Even when I cheat, it's been pretty, you know, it's chicken. You know, and shit like that. Even when I'm eating fast food, it's fucking chicken and shit. So, besides today, besides chicken fried steak this morning, ha, that was heavenly. But uh, <laughs> it's been going really good diet-wise. So now you guys got to channel all of your energy into getting my ass to the gym. So channel all of that spirit bombing on that. It's the one thing uh, that I, I, I haven't uh, been able to quite master is regular gymnast. I'm still doing too much stuff at home. And doing stuff at home is okay, but doing stuff at the gym is way better. And then with that, we're pretty much there. You can hear it in my voice. And um, I mean, I'm just going to level with you. Chicken fried steak for breakfast. Napped. And napped up until like an hour before this show. And uh, smoked. And was just not a good boy before the show. And this is how good I sound and how good I feel. And boy, howdy, am I just really, really, really glad that I took my time. I got back here. Hopefully you guys like the purchase that you've made with me so far, uh, restoring me, this beast of burden, back to health, because this is pretty much it. And now I just got to just gotta get in nicer shape. So the last thing I'll say about <clears throat> that before we end Tum Talk today, uh, the size of my stomach... I haven't been able to shrink it in years, and it's really bothered me because I could shape other inches off. When I was in Denmark, you know, it's uh, I didn't have a car, and I was in a lot of physical pain still, so walking around was fairly difficult. And then uh, the food uh, delivery fee up there is exorbitant, so I never got uh, food delivered, basically. You know, uh, once a week would be a treat. So I was cooking, you know, I was going up and down stairs and cooking everything from scratch and all that. And I measured myself because I was over in, in Denmark for about three months. And I lost, uh, you know, I lost shape on everything but my midsection. It's just so, so frustrating. I know you probably, if you've ever been in and out of fitness, I know you probably have a part of your body as well that just, you just, oh, you just hate. You can't seem to get it uh, to work. And uh, that was it with this. And... <clears throat> 
I've been pretty consistently since 2016, not actively, but passively getting in better shape and, and, and getting my back healed and all that and evening out. Uh, it's hard to lose weight when you sit around all day, especially if you're sleeping 10, 12 hours. But, you know, slowly but surely, I managed it. And uh, even as I did that, still, the stomach was not really going down. And uh, about six months ago, I would say at this point, is when it started happening. And I started getting a little bit pumped about it. And now at this point, like honestly, uh, I, I, I kind of – I'm forcing myself to check myself out in the mirror in a pretty empirical way. Like I have to I have to look at myself and I have to compare myself to Instagram boys, right? That's just my reality. You may not like it and you may ask me not to do it, but that's the field that I am going to be playing in if I'm going to be showing off pictures, right? I'm never going to look as good as those tens. I accept that. I'm never going to be a Calvin Klein model, but that is the arena that I'm playing in, and I need to be aware of that. I need to be cognizant of it um, as I, as I, as I uh, expose myself to more venture and, of course, more criticism. That's just how the internet works. And even with that in mind and how just cynical about myself I can be and just how critical, uh, if, if you're listening to this, you probably know very well, um, <clears throat> I still think... Uh, I'm kind of nailing it. Don't get me wrong. If somebody came in here and like stripped me down now and greased me up and took a picture, you would think that this was an episode of lore. You would you would take you would look at that picture and you would think that this would be like, oh, they found the chupacabra in Albuquerque. Uh, they did it. They shaved him first. Ooh, ooh, what is that? Ooh, kind of looks like a man. Kind of looks like a pig. Ooh, I see it. I see it. Uh, I'm not saying, like, I'm ready for my close-up right now, like, right at this second. Uh, however, when I look at the shape, when I look at, like, the bones and everything, and I look at how far my stomach's come, I look at, uh, how everything's gonna look when it's toned up. <laughs> you can do a lot worse. You can do a lot worse already. So, uh, it's, it's starting to come along, so please... Uh, put that spirit bomb in there and give me all of those energy points that you can spare. All those good luck points, tell me to get to the gym. <clears throat> because literally the other day, literally the other day, either Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, I was sleeping on my side, uh, and I, I just sort of woke up, and I was just stroking my own body. And I don't mean my cock, I mean my body. I was just stroking my thighs, and I was stroking my arms, and I was stroking my chest, and I was, like, digging my own fingers into my own flesh. And I was just going, oh, that is so hard. Oh, that is so firm. And I was very, I was very high, but I do remember thinking, grabbing my own flesh, going, oh, daddy, and going back to sleep. Mm-hmm. True story. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> so, just got to amp that up. Just got to keep amping that up until you're all saying it too when you look at the pictures. Thank you, everybody, who said a nice thing about my forearm. Uh, the vast majority of compliments about my forearm were you look like you could destroy, hurt, uh, fuck me up with that arm. And the answer is I could. I could lift you up with one fucking arm. You're absolutely correct. I could destroy you. Ain't nothing. You're just another girl to me. Don't even try it. <laughs>
Okay, so let's move on to the poetry. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'll fucking I'll destroy you. <laughs> uh, it's friendly. It's friendly, but it's true. I will fucking kill you. Anyway, so if we want to go ahead and move right on into quick quotes, quick quotes, quick quotes. I was actually thinking. I have never said the phrase "beat the pussy up." In my life, I'm pretty sure, unironically. However, I was thinking pretty recently, ironically, I could beat a pussy up. I wasn't really thinking in my head like I could beat a pussy up. I was like, I could beat a pussy up. Like the way I might say like, you go, girl. Like that kind of like irony to it. I was thinking like that. I could beat a pussy up. Like if Scarlett Johansson's all like, hey, could you beat up a pussy? I'd be like, eh. You want to beat a puss right now? Be like, mm, I could beat a puss. <laughs> Come on, quick quotes. Don't just laugh at me. Quick quotes, quick quotes. Get them in, get them in, get them in, get them in, quick quotes. Especially new girls. I love saying hello to new girls. New girls are the best to say hello to. Hello. Come on, what's happening here? What's with the delay? Quick quotes, not so quick quotes, not so quick quotes. Yeah, I saw one. I'm waiting for more because it's a show, not in individuals. <laughs> you belong to me. Do you understand me, slut? On your knees. Be a good girl for me today. You can't get what you want if you don't tell me, princess. <clears throat> I have every intention of holding you down and fucking you until you're sore. Jessica, Daddy said now. I'm so proud of you, baby girl. Prove it. You are such a good girl for me. Are you going to be a good girl? Or are we going to have to do this the hard way? Kitten, play with your pussy for Danny. That outfit looks ridiculous. You should take it off. You want to play, do you, pet? Kitten, suck my Cock. I wasn't asking. Don't test me, princess. Just imagine what else I could do to you. Hannah, this is not what we agreed upon this morning. Baby girl, sit on my lap and let me kiss you.
New girls, new girls. I know you want me to say something. Put it in quotation marks as we begin to finish up, please. You've always wanted me to say your name or something sweet. Please, please, please. It is my pleasure. It is my honor. I'd love to finish with your request. Come here and give your daddy a kiss. Tease me one more time. See what happens. I hope you're not expecting to leave without a kiss goodbye first. <laughs> Squirm for me. I quite enjoy making you unravel, baby girl. All right, guys, closing up. If you have said something, please, please let that rest. If you haven't, now's the perfect time to close it on up. Oh, don't be shy. I know you want me to say it for you. Just for you. Close your eyes and type it in. We can pretend. No, not a single brave new girl gonna let me just hang and hang and hang. <sighs> That's horrible. How could you do that to me after I give so much of myself to you? No, not a single one. Uh... <laughs> the agony, the agony. We even have a special treat at the end of the show. There's even a special treat. Nothing. One girl. Come on. One new girl and I'll move on. We'll get to poetry. One new girl. I have to see a new name. I see so many here tonight. Oh, wow. Really? Gonna just leave me? Hey, listen to how long that this is going on. Imagine the recording of the people at home and just how, like, they can't believe that you have me. I'm all willing. I'm right here. <clears throat> I don't think you learned from the last time I had to punish you, slut. Did these hickeys on your neck mean nothing to you? Oh, sweetness, thank you so much. <clears throat> Lay there and take it. Thank you, sweetness. I appreciate you very much. That was very brave. And people are going to very much enjoy the fact that your name is Sweetness Sweetness. I promise you. All right. Let's move into poetry. <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> I look deep into your eyes. I see there what I feel inside. We share something between us neither one of us can hide. I feel your lips touch mine. I lose all my control. All it took was a look and a kiss to know that you were part of my soul. 
I see your hands on my skin. I want and need you to do more. The passionate look you give me tells me heaven is in store. I feel your need against my thigh. I know you will fulfill every wish. We were made to fit together, and all it took was a look and a kiss. I look deep in your eyes, and I see the heaven there inside. You make me feel so beautiful. What I feel for you, I cannot hide. That was My Heaven by Kama Roberts. <clears throat> and if we can get a link to the tip jar. Thank you so much. All of your tips go right into the Daddy is a Bad Boy Fund. Oh, Daddy looks for a new apartment and a new place and a new house to stay every single day. Oh, sure, he mostly cooks most of his meals from home, but really, all of your tips go right into the Bad Boy Fund. Leather jackets, motorcycles, chains, dogs in the sidecars. You know how it is. <clears throat> the line storm clouds fly tattered and swift. The road is forlorn all day. With a myriad snowy quartz, stones lift, and the hoofprints vanish away. The roadside flowers, too wet for the bee, expend their bloom in vain. Come over the hills and far with me, and be my love in the rain. The birds have less say, the birds have less to say for themselves, and the woodward's torn despair. Now, these numberless years, the elves, although they are less there, all songs of the woods is crushed like some wild, easily shattered rose. Come, be the love in the wet woods, come, when the rain and bows and it blows. There is the gale to the urge behind, and the brute of singing down, and the shallow waters a-flutter with wind from which to gather your gown. What matter if we clear to the west and come not to dry shod. For wildling brooch shall wet your breast in the, in the rain-fresh goldenrod. Oh, never this whelming east wind swells, but it seems like the seas return to the ancient lands where it left the shells before the age of the fern. And it seems like the time when after doubt our love came back amain. O oh, come forth into the storm and rout, and be my love in the rain. That was a very stumbling attempt through a line storm song by Robert Frost. <clears throat> oh, thank you, thank you. <clears throat> Uh-oh, I got the order wrong. I was about to begin reading that like, Alan! Alan! You'll see what I'm saying later. <clears throat> Here we go. In that great journey of the stars through space, 
about the mighty, all-directing sun. The pallid, faithful moon has been the one companion of the earth. Her tender face, pale with the swift, keen purpose of that race, which at time's natal hour was first begun, shines ever on her lover as they run, and lights his orbit with her silvery smile. Sometimes such passionate love doth in her rise, down from her beaten path she softly slips, and with her mantle veils the sun's bold eyes then in the gloaming finds her lover's lips. While far and near the men our world call wise, see only that the sun is in eclipse. A Solar Eclipse by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. Give me just one second here. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you so much. Here we go. Oh, were you love long lilac fair, with purple blossoms in the spring, and I, a bird to shelter there, were wearied on my little wing. How I had mourn when it was torn by autumn wind and winter rude, but I wad slung wanton wing when youthful May its bloom renewed. O oh, gin, my love, when yon red rose that grows upon the castle wall, and I myself a drap of dew into her bonny breast to fall. O oh, there, beyond expression blessed, I'd feast on beauty and the night, sealed in her silk saft falls to rest, till they fall by Phoebus's light. Oh, were you yon, like fair, by Robert Burns. Gosh, you guys have really thrown some challenging poetry at me. Okay. <clears throat> one more piece of poetry, and we'll see how I stumble through this one. Goodness gracious. <clears throat> Thank you for all the requests, guys. I mean it. Go placidly amid the noise and haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quite clearly, and listen to others, even the dull and the ignorant. They, too, have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to their spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep, <clears throat> keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself. 
Especially, <clears throat> do not feign affection, neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all heredity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nature nurtures strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with dark imagings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive him to be. And whatever your labors or aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. With all its sham and drudgery and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. <clears throat> I'm not quite sure how to pronounce this word. Desiderata by Max Ehrum. Desiderata. D-E-S-I-D-E-R-A-T-A. -E -E it's a new one on me. By Max E-H-R-M-A-N-N. -N. And that's poetry. We have one other little piece that is words of wisdom. Here we are. And then we'll get into the short reading. Life is an opportunity. Benefit from it. Life is beauty. Admire it. Life is a dream. Realize it. Life is a challenge. Meet it. Life is a duty. Complete it. Life is a game. Play it. Life is a promise. Fulfill it. Life is sorrow. Overcome it. Life is a song. Sing it. Life is a struggle. Accept it. Life is a tragedy. Confront it. Life is an adventure. Dare it. Life is lucky. Make it. Life is life. Fight for it. Mother Teresa. We're going to go on a very different tact after all of that heartfelt stuff. Ready? <clears throat> Very different tact after all that. Here we go. How to give your cat a pill. Step number one. Pick cat up and cradle it in the crook of your left arm. As if holding a baby. Position right forefinger and thumb on either side of cat's mouth and gently apply pressure to cheeks 
while holding pill in right hand. As the cat's mouth opens, pop pill into mouth. Allow cat to close mouth and swallow. Step number two. Retrieve pill from floor and cat from behind sofa. Cradle cat in arm and repeat process. Step number three. Retrieve cat from bedroom. Throw soggy pill away. Step number four. Take new pill from foil wrap. Cradle cat in left arm. Holding rear paws tightly with left hand, force jaws open and push pill back to mouth with right forefinger. Hold mouth shut for a count of ten. Congratulations. You are on to step five. Retrieve pill from goldfish bowl and cat from top of wardrobe. Call spouse. Step number six. Kneel on floor with Pat, cat wedged between two knees. Hold front and rear paws. Ignore low growls emitted by cat. Get spouse to hold head firmly with one hand, forcing wooden ruler into mouth. Drop pill down ruler. Rub cat's throat. Vigorously, if needed. Step number seven. Retrieve cat from curtain rail. Get another pill from foil wrap. Make note. Buy new ruler. Repair curtains. Carefully sweep shattered figurines, vase, and side from hearth and floor. Step number eight. Wrap cat in a large towel and get spouse to lie on cat with head just visible from below armpit. Put pill inside end of drinking straw. Force mouth open with pencil and blow down drinking straw. Step number nine. Check label to make sure pill is not harmful to humans. Drink one beer to take taste away. Apply band-aid to spouse's forearm. Remove blood from carpet with cold water and dish soap. Step number ten. Retrieve cat from neighbors. Get another pill. Open another beer. Place cat in cupboard and close door onto neck to leave head showing. Force mouth open with teaspoon. Flick pill down throat with elastic band. Step number 11. Fetch screwdriver from garage and put cupboard door back on hinges. Drink beer. Fetch bottle of scotch. Pour shot. Drink. Apply cold compress to cheek and check records of date of last tetanus shot. Apply whiskey compress to cheek to disinfect. Toss back another shot. Throw t-shirt away. Fetch new one from bedroom. Step number 12. Call the fire brigade to retrieve the fucking cat. Apologize to the neighbor with the crash fence and you swerved into. Take last pill from foil wrap. Step number 13. Tie the little bastard's front paws to rear paws with the garden twine and bind tightly to leg of dining room table.
Find a heavy-duty pruning glove from Shed. Push pill into mouth, followed by a large piece of steak fillet. Be rough. Hold head vertically and pour two pints of water down throat to wash pill down. Step number 14. Consume remainder of scotch. Get spouse to drive you to emergency room. Sit quietly while doctor stitches fingers and forearms. Remove pill remnants from right eye. Call furniture shop on way home. Order new table leg. Step 15. Arrange for RSPCA to collect mutant cat from hell. Call local pet shop. See if they have any hamsters. How to give a dog a pill. Step number one. Wrap pill in cheese. The end. Uh... <laughs> Uh, all right, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> For those of you who don't know how to give a cat a pill, I've actually just found this out. Uh, spray cheese. Pick up some fake spray cheese at home, and apparently, cats—they uh, can't—they just—they can't get enough of it. Just the sound of the canister being lifted from your cupboard will summon them. After you give them a little couple pieces of spray. I swear to Christ, ask a vet. It's safe. They're in vets' offices. It's crazy. I know. But it's 100% true. Oh, my God. Oh, son of a bitch. All right. I didn't quite realize what we were getting into here. Here we go. Boy, this is this is going to be rough. Whew. Come on, boy. Come on. This is for, this is for all the marbles. Come on. You're professional. Get in there. Get in there. <clears throat> Son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> you assholes. All right, here we go. <clears throat> I don't know what you're trying to accomplish here, sir, Clint says. The longer he sits like this, the harder it gets to sound unconcerned and sarcastic as he wants to. He's kneeling, naked, on the floor of the bedroom, hands bound behind his back, legs spread just enough for it to be embarrassing without being all that uncomfortable. The plug up his ass isn't doing much to help the situation. Phil's not even looking him in the eyes. His eyes are on the book. He's reclining on the bed, and all he's done in terms of clothing since he's got home is loosen his tie, take off his jacket, and shoes. Clint is quietly infuriated and just a little humiliated by that. When he's over here, he's all fucked up. And Phil looks like he could be on his lunch break. I'm not trying at all, said Phil, turning a page. Could have fooled me, Clint said, struggling a little against the leather cuffs. I don't have to try, he says. If I leave you there long enough, 
You'll do all the hard work for me. He turns another page, and God, if only Phil would put down that fucking book and look at him for a second. From here, it looks like Rainbow Six or some shit, and he's not even reading it, just flipping through the pages. And Clint knows he's doing it just to get a rise out of him. Working. Time passes. Clint's got a pretty good sense of it, so it must be about ten minutes. But at the same time, it's a whole fucking year. Nothing is getting better, and several things are getting worse. (laughs) 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 That fucking sentence! Uh, One more time. Nothing is getting better, and several things are getting worse. (laughs) That sounds like every employee review I've ever had. That sounds like literally every single comment that anyone's ever... That sounds like about 20% of my Anon comments on Tumblr. Like, that sentence could fit so many things about my life right now. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, what a sentence! It's all alone, too! It's perfect! I want it fucking, like, crocheted and cross-stitched on my wall with little butterflies and flowers around it. (laughs) 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 The strain in his shoulders is increasing. His knees are getting tired, and his dick... Jesus Christ. It's better if he doesn't even think about that. The plug rides the line between hot and uncomfortable. He's full and it's pushing against him in just the right spot. And generally, it's pretty great. But it's not enough. Not by a long shot. At this point, it's exactly right for him turning on just enough to piss him off. You bastard, Coulson. Clint spits, even though he's mad at himself for giving in to the satisfaction. Phil smiles to himself. So they tell me. He's wiggling now, writhing around so that he can find some way to make it better. Move the plug or something. It's not working. And not working! (laughs) Oh, shit, I have to read this again! It's not working, and not working, and then Clint is suddenly struck by what it must look like, down on the floor, totally exposed, humping against nothing, begging for it. His face goes hot in an instant. The other quote from this one I want everyone to remember is, it's not working, and it's not working. This, this sounds like every time I fill out an employee review for somebody else. Okay. <clears throat> you win, he says through his teeth. Do I? Phil asks, still engrossed in that fucking book. What do I win? Clint groans in frustration. Shit. I don't know. Fuck me. Do whatever you want. Just do it. Don't leave me like this.
Phil picks up his bookmark, carefully marks his place, and sets his book on the nightstand. He turns to Clint, and the look on his face, the overwhelming satisfaction, the effortless power he's radiating, it makes Clint glad he's already on his knees. Because if he weren't, he'd be scrambling to go. That's a dangerous thing to tell you, Phil says to him. You know me. Clint says breathless, I live dangerously. Phil smirks. Clint is screwed. The end. It literally ends with Clint is screwed. I swear to Christ. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, with most of these superheroes, when they do, like, a gay Captain America or something, it's like, all right, I hear you. It's a gay Captain America. It's no big deal to me. But with with Hawkeye, he has a hidden family, and he, and he hid the shit out of his family for, like, a long time <laughs> from people who are allegedly his friends and shit. And so... When he has gay sex with someone, I really judge Hawkeye in these stories. Everybody else is just exploring themselves, but I think about his poor wife. <laughs> he doesn't tell anybody at work about her. He's fucking other guys. She's living like it's 1952, baby. I feel for her. All right. <clears throat> I'm just going to warn you guys, I'm going to get a little messed up on this one. It's not, the formatting didn't come through. So if I stumble a little bit, that's what's happening. But we are down with the silly, I think. And we're on with the sexy. Okay. <clears throat> Hun, Alan shouted down the stairs. Yeah, shaken out of her musings. I think I got it. Okay, darling, I'll bring you your tea now. She crept back on the creaky old stairs of the London townhouse, no accents will be done, now that they'd bought early on before the neighborhood was good. She attempted to balance the two cups of tea and avoid a spill on her cashmere sweater. She always spilled on her clothes she loved. Arriving in their bedroom, she sat down she sat down these steaming cups and set her hands on her hips. Should we have the tea now or after? This is getting weird. <laughs> someone someone gonna die. I think we should have I think it might get cold, no? Let's have it first. Alright. But I may need to pee during. Oh, no. I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, Kitty's trying to get away, too. You can hear she's trying to escape this story. Let me just read a little bit further. Okay, so after after we need to pee, I'm just gonna re, I'm just gonna read the dialogue because there's not much besides the dialogue. Are we using that candle? Well, I'm a little worried about Lady Ornina getting in and knocking it over. 
Oh, that's good thinking. Let's not use the candle then. What about just the restraints and blindfolds? Yes, that sounds good for a lazy Saturday night. <laughs> okay, so. Kitty, settle down. Well, after that, it kind of gets sexy. <laughs> but now I'm worried. It's going to get unsexy again real hurry. I'm just scrolling ahead. Sorry to the person who submitted this. I know that this isn't the most fun thing for you to hear, but we've already done a lot of silly shit tonight. I just love the way that this English couple is talking to each other. I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. This is really long, and it gets kind of weird. They talk to each other kind of like a Punch and Judy couple. Uh, like, there's just a lot of, like, should I take my panties off? Take your panties off. Taking my panties off, sir. Like, there's a lot of <laughs> that kind of shit going on in here. Uh, uh, man, I want a big show tonight. I'm so sorry. I don't... I think we're just going to have, like, a normal size show tonight. Uh, I am going to skip that one. Apologies. <clears throat> Flannery woke up. Then, If you have a sexy story, send it in the alley now. If you have a sexy thing that we can put in a uh, paste bin, send it to alley nowza. Nowza while I'm reading this one. Okay. <clears throat> Flannery woke up the next morning feeling as if it, she was on cloud nine. She smiled to herself as she climbed out of bed and into the shower. Last night had been perfect. Colt had asked her to sing, and she did. She left her entire being fill with what she was feeling, and then let it slide through her vocal cords and out of her mouth. She was so happy that he appreciated her and her talent, and she was happy that she was comfortable enough with him to let go. Flannery began to sing to herself as she lathered shampoo into her scalp. She continued to sing after getting out of the shower. She wrapped a fluffy white towel around herself and walked into her room. She hummed, swaying left to right as she opened drawers, attempting to find an outfit cool enough to beat the heat. A knock sounded at the door, and without asking who was there, called out, for them to come in. Jesus, she heard a husky voice say. She turned around and faced one of the young ranch hands. Kevin, a young 18-year-old ranch hand, stood there in shock. He was a shy boy who worked hard and never went looking for trouble, but he couldn't seem to take his eyes off the beautiful woman in front of him. Her legs seemed to go on for miles, and the towel did little to hard the, hide the large mound that sat on top of her chest. Kevin felt his Kevin Jr. poke up, and all logic flew straight out of his brain. <laughs> Hi, he stuttered. Flannery felt a blush cover her entire body and attempted to cover more of herself with her hands. I was just... Maybe if you 
Flannery tried to find the words politely to ask him to leave, seeing as the young boy wasn't making any moves towards the door. Flannery heard footsteps coming up the stairs. Colt. She watched as Colt came into the doorway of the room and immediately saw him clench his fist and jaw. Kevin, Colt said in a calm yet somewhat terrifying voice. What are you doing? Kevin spun around to face his boss. He began to breathe heavily, imagining the pain that Colt could inflict upon his body. You told me to come up here and fix the window. Kevin stuttered. Colt tried to keep his temper in check. He knew Kevin was an innocent boy, but damn it. He just saw his woman in only a towel and stood there, just staring at her. He reached forward and grasped the front of Kevin's shirt. How about I show you where the guest room is, huh? Colt growled. Flannery watched as Colt dragged Kevin from the room. She couldn't help but let a giggle escape. Poor Kevin. She turned back around and began pulling out clothes for the day. She spun around when she heard the door close and lock, click. Colt was standing there with a smirk of his lips and a mischievous glint in his eyes. Good morning, he said in a husky voice. His eyes traveled up and down Flannery's body. He felt his own body react. She was so beautiful and so sexy. Colt began to walk towards her with a predatorial gleam in his eyes. Good morning. Flannery said back, admiring the way his shirt stretched across his muscular chest and the way his jeans molded to his strong legs. Colt leaned down and ran his nose up her soft and inviting neck. Flannery's head fell back, and a moan escaped her kissable lips. His lips danced back down her neck and began to lick at the nip of her collarbone. His hands started to draw lazy circles around the area of her thighs that weren't covered by the towel. Colt, Flannery moaned, her eyes rolling to the back of her head. His fingers felt so good on her skin, she felt like she was slowly burning and getting hotter and hotter. She suddenly wanted to be completely exposed to him. She wanted to lie down on the bed and offer herself up to him. Colt. Colt's fingers moved to the back of her thigh and suddenly slipped under the towel and grasped the two white, soft mounds of her backside. Flannery gasped as she kneaded the skin in his hands. Colt felt his members strain against the zipper of his pants and began to slowly grind himself into her abdomen. Holy shit. Kitty. This is why I lock you up. I want you, said Colt, before he slammed his lips down on hers. Flannery wanted him, too, so badly. She quickly dropped the towel and wrapped her arms around his neck and feasted on his lips. Colt knew his, his control was going to snap at any moment, especially with her tight, hot little body pressed up to him. He wanted her more than he wanted to breathe. He wanted to toss her onto the bed and worship her delectable body. 
I want you too, Colt. Take me. Flannery murmured between kisses. Suddenly, Colt's control came rushing back when he registered what she said. What are you thinking? He screamed at himself. Remember, you are waiting for her. Colt grabbed her shoulders and pushed her away from him. He couldn't help but move his eyes up and down, drinking in the naked side of her. Put some clothes on, he said, turning away from her. Flannery felt the tears jump to her eyes, and she rushed to put clothes on her body. He doesn't want me, she cried to herself. She did all but hump his leg. Colt stood there, willing his erection to go away. He thought of everything, old women naked, dead puppies, but his erection just wouldn't quit. He didn't want Flannery to feel pressured to do anything, even though she said she wanted him to take her. She was saying that in the throes of passion. The last thing he wanted was for her to sleep with him and then regret it and leave. He wanted her, though, so badly, especially after last night. She was so vulnerable last night and so open. He knew after she sang that he wanted her by his side for the rest of his life. He knew that she was ready for that kind of commitment. She knew she wasn't ready for that kind of commitment, but that was one of the reasons he was going to wait. He wasn't going to become involved with her physically until she was ready to be his wife. Colt began to think of the ways to woo Flannery so that she would stay with him forever when he heard whimpers and turned to face her. She was standing there in a lime green v-neck shirt and dark blue linen skirt, attempting to keep sobs from escaping her lips. What happened? Colt asked, anger filling his body at her tears. He grabbed her shoulders and turned her to face him. Why are you crying? Colt would hurt whoever made her cry. Flannery turned her head away from him. She couldn't even look him in the eye. It hurt too much. You don't want me, she cried. I don't want you, Colt shouted in confusion, and then realized what happened. Kitten. I do want you. I just want us to take our time. Flannery looked up at him. You do? She asked, tears stopping. Yes, kitten. You've been through a lot the past few days. I want to make sure it's what you want. Colt pulled her to his body and wrapped her arms around her. I want to make sure that I'm what you want. I want you to be all mine. I don't want a piece of ass, and I don't want you to regret anything. Flannery felt happiness fill her heart. This is what she wanted to hear. She wanted to know that he wouldn't rush her, but now that he said that he wouldn't, she wanted him even more. I want you, Flannery murmured before slamming her lips down on his. Colt was shocked, but not for long. He knew he wasn't going to sleep with her, but maybe he could tide her over for just a little bit. He kissed her back full force. His tongue reached every crevice of her mouth. He felt her passion ignite as she kissed him with a desperation. His hands grabbed her backside and hoisted her up against him while her legs wrapped around his torso. 
Colt took a few steps in and to get to the bed before tossing her down on it. He leaned over her and began to kiss every bit of exposed skin on her chest. Flannery was moaning and whimpering, her need consuming her. She was caught up in the kisses that she didn't realize he had pushed her skirt up around her waist until she felt one of his large fingers slide over the heat in her panties. Oh, God. She moaned, arching her back, attempting to get closer to him and the pleasure she knew he could give her. Patience, kitten, Colt said in a husky voice. He saw the damp area on her panties and knew it would be by the grace of God that he didn't take her right then and there. Her legs were spread wide for him, and he couldn't wait for her to reach heaven and scream her name. What do you want, kitten? He asked, tracing shapes against her inner thighs. I, I don't know. She shuddered, her eyes closed, her body begging for Colt and for release. Tell me, kitten, Colt whispered. As we, I'm so sorry. I gotta throw her away. She's running me. Jesus Christ. Son of a bitch, cat. <laughs> Why doesn't the cat talk? Why doesn't the cat talk? She either talks none or all. That's why. <sighs> so sorry, Allie. <clears throat> Tell me, kitten, Colt whispered as he began to place kisses against her inner thighs, purposely avoiding her heat. I want you to touch me, Flannery whispered in her small voice. She couldn't believe she had just said that out loud. She knew she was about as red as a lobster, and she knew Colt was going to say something about it. You blush all the way to your toes, kitten, he laughed. He looped his finger around her underwear and pulled them to the side, exposing her pussy to him. Where do you want me to touch you? Colt asked. He knew he was teasing her, and he loved it. You know where? Flannery said, raising herself up on her elbows, glaring at him. She knew he was teasing her, and she wanted it to stop. Her body felt like it was on fire and she needed him to put it out. Tell me, kitten. No, said Flannery, feeling embarrassed. It was one thing telling him, but she wanted it, but it was another telling him where. Come on, he coaxed. He blew air against her heat and saw her clinch in need. Please, Colt, she whispered. Colt looked at Flannery, her hair frazzled, her brow furrowed in frustration. He could smell her deliciousness and decided to give in to her. His tongue met her body, and immediately her back arched again, pushing herself into him. Colt's taste buds exploded. He lapped up her juices and then moved his tongue around her pearl. Flannery's body was clenched and shaking, and she thought she was going to explode. 
She moaned his name as he continued his assault. She screamed when she felt him enter a digit into her witness. Colt, that's right, kitten. Tell me who you belong to, Colt said, continuing to play her like a fiddle. He wanted to hear her say it. He needed to hear her say it. He couldn't believe the effect this woman had on him. She made him want things he never wanted before. He knew he wouldn't be able to live without her, and he didn't plan to. You, Flannery screamed, grabbing the comforter on the bed. Who does this little kitty cat belong to? Colt asked again as he added another finger. If it belongs to you, Colt, Flannery said as she had, as her felt heat began to coil in her gut. What was happening? Colt, something's wrong, Flannery yelled, pulling herself away from him. Colt wrapped his arms under her legs. He wasn't done with her yet. What's wrong, baby? There's a, there's a weird pressure. It almost hurts, Flannery said. Where is it? Colt asked curiously. He wondered. <clears throat> right here, Flannery said, pointing to her lower gut. It almost feels like I'm going to... Never mind. Flannery couldn't bear to be that honest with him. Tell me, kitten. It's okay. Like I have to go to the bathroom, she said all at once. Like I have to go to the bathroom, she yelled after he asked her to repeat. Flannery immediately threw her hands over her face. She was so embarrassed. The one time she gets intimate with someone, and this is what it feels like, it was never like this with Bo. Colt smiled to himself, understanding what her problem was. Do you have to go now? He asked with a smirk. Flannery thought to herself before answering, No. Sweetheart, you're not going to the bathroom. Now. Colt bent down to give her a quick lick. I'm going to finish. Flannery didn't have time to protest before Colt was kissing her cat, making her moan and groan. Colt's fingers and tongue made love to her. He loved the smell and taste of her and knew she was close to unraveling. Colt, she screamed. She reached her hands down and dug her nails into his scalp, holding him at her entrance. She felt the heat and pressure return, almost like she had to go to the bathroom. Colt, it's back. It's okay, kitten. Just let go. Let me take care of you. He worked her faster and faster. Oh, God. Oh, God. Colt. Colt. Flannery felt her body explode and seize with a force that she had never experienced. She felt a stream fly from her body, but was powerless to stop it. Colt felt his member grow larger and longer as Flannery screamed his name and ejaculated into his mouth. He couldn't believe that she just did that. He lapped up her juices and swallowed her down. Flannery lay there, breathing deep with her eyes closed. Colt climbed up next to her and kissed her lips softly. Come on, kitten, Colt said, helping to sit her up. I've got a kiss prize for you downstairs. All right. <clears throat> Guys, no more pea shit, all right? <laughs> Two in a row means I'm pissed off. Don't do it. You've, you've, you've definitely depleted my goodwill on this one. All right.
Hope you had fun. Don't. Squirt does not equal P, Noella. P equals P. Agreed? Great. Noella, thank you. So now that we have that clear, that P equals P, and we had two stories where women are talking about peeing, let's not do that anymore, please and thank you. Let's not debate it. Let's just not fucking do it. Oh my god, guys. (laughs) Sometimes. I absolutely positively don't want to do that anymore, and this is like the third week in a row that people have uh, submitted something like that. Not fun for me anymore. Let's stop. Okay. A few months ago, the company I work for sent me to an out-of-town training seminar for a week of training. While I was there... I met a really great guy, and we wound up getting a lot. We wound up spending a lot of time together. This is a real story of our short but memorable experience together. The hotel I was staying in was really nice. It had an indoor-outdoor pool area. The first couple of afternoons after the training sessions ended, I changed into my bikini, relaxed and sunned myself in the outdoor section of the pool area. At night, they closed it up and made the pool area more private. So, after dinner each night, I went back to the pool area to soak in the jacuzzi hot tub area before bed. The first time I noticed him was on one afternoon while I reclined in my bikini in the warm sunshine. I could tell he was secretly watching me as I tanned, though he was supposedly working on his laptop. I recognized him from the training sessions, and so I knew he was taking the training as well. He had caught my eye in the seminar because he looked so hot. The way he filled out his slacks was worth paying attention to, too. Seeing his tight little butt in the classroom made my panties moist during the training sessions. Anyway, I thought I would play with him a little, so I untied my bikini top, and I lay on my belly as I normally would to get a good tan. I rose up a couple more times, acting like I was reaching for my water, which gave him a nice view of my breasts. I'm sure he could see pretty much everything but my nipples. I could tell he was taking it all in by the way he kept looking at me from his laptop. At one point, I rose up and acted like I was cleaning my sunglasses. While I cleaned them, I caught his eye and smiled at him. He smiled back, nodding his head, and went back to work. Catching him stealing glimpses of my almost bare breasts and thinking about how great it would be to feel his warm lips sucking on my nipples was getting me so horny that I could hardly stand it. Up until now, my nights had been spent with my vibrator. I was going back to my room right after teasing him with my nearly naked breasts. It was time to get ready for dinner, but I happened to run into him in the hallway outside the pool area. We spoke, introduced ourselves, and we stood in the hallway and talked for a little bit about the training. Finally, 
he asked me if I wanted to join him for dinner. I was so thrilled. I thought he would never ask. I hurried back to the room, showered, went over my pussy with my razor to make sure it was nice and smooth, just in case. I put on my sexiest lace bra and thong set with a miniskirt and sleeveless blouse. We met for dinner, ate, and enjoyed a bottle of wine together. He was so charming and witty. His name was Stephen, 40 years old, divorced, and fairly new to the company. We hit it off great with each other. When he looked at me with his deep blue eyes, I felt a tingling deep within. After dinner, I asked Stephen if he would like to share a drink with me, and he agreed eagerly. So he went to the lounge and sat with a couple of drinks. We talked and laughed and generally enjoyed each other's company. Finally, he asked me if I would like to get more comfortable in his room. I gladly offered him my hand, and he led me there. As soon as we were inside his room, he took me in his arms, held me tight against his chest, and he kissed me. It was a long, slow kiss. So nice. I really like a man who knows how to kiss. He seemed to savor the taste of my lips. We kissed for several minutes before breaking it, and he stared into my eyes. The look in his eyes was like he was seeing if I wanted to go further. Oh, yes. Did I ever want to go further? My panties were already wet from his kiss. I gave him a subtle nod and smiled to let him know that I wanted him as much as he wanted me. He reached and began to unbutton my blouse. My breath was coming in gasps and his fingers worked at my buttons. His hands lightly brushed my breast and my nipples were already getting harder with the anticipation of his touch. In no time, my blouse was over my shoulders and on the chair. He immediately took over my lace-covered breasts in his hands and gave them a gentle squeeze. His hands felt so strong. I reached back, undid my bra, and let him pull the thin strap sensually down my arms, leaving my tits with their taut nipples bare before kissing him. He threw my bra on the chair on top of my blouse. His hands returned immediately to fondle my tits. He rubbed my very hard nipples with his thumbs, and I let out a soft moan. He bent down and began kissing and sucking all around the soft skin of my tits, and then started focusing on my nipples, flicking them with his tongue, and then sucking on them. I let out an even louder moan. While he was working my nipples into a tingling frenzy, he unzipped my skirt and let it fall to the floor. He rose up and looked at me with pure lust in his eyes. He moved closer to me and ran his hands up and down my sides, over my hips, and back to my tits. He grasped them firmly in his hands, his fingers pinching my nipples again until I squirmed in pleasure. As Stephen enjoyed the luscious softness of my breast, I reached down and rubbed my hand over the bulge in his pants and told him we needed to get him out of his clothes. I knelt down in front of him and rubbed his thick cock with my slack, through his slacks while I undid them. Judging from what I felt, 
I knew it was going to be a great night. He unbuttoned and took off his shirt while I unzipped and pulled his pants down to the floor. He looked so good naked. He had a really great build with firm muscles. I curled my fingers around the girth of his cock through his briefs and slid up and down the length of his cock. He was thick and getting thicker. The swollen head of his cock was starting to show at the top of his shorts. I leaned forward and kissed the head of his cock as I pulled his shorts down, letting his erect cock spring out in front of my face. Oh, what a beautiful cock, I thought. I kissed up and down the length of the shaft before taking the head into my mouth. Holding the shaft at its base, I could feel the heat as he became fully erect. He groaned as I took more of his length into my mouth. I had taught myself to deep throat in college, but I was not sure if I would be able to handle him. He was so thick. I took him in my <clears throat> I took him in as deep as I could and then pulled my lips back up to his head. I kept sucking him for several minutes, enjoying the taste of his cock. He took hold of my head and slowly started pumping my his cock into my mouth. I took him into the back of my throat, but could not get all of him down. I wanted to taste his cum, but I was conflicted. I really wanted that beautiful cock in my pussy. I could feel that he was working himself up pretty good. I remember thinking that if he wanted to come in my mouth, that was fine. He was in control. But then he pulled his cock out of my mouth pulled me up, and sat me on the edge of the bed. He gently pushed me back down onto bed so that I was on my back. My legs were still hanging off the bed. He knelt between my legs and started rubbing and kissing my pussy mound through the lace panties. I could feel that I already had a wet spot, so he was getting a nice preview of my juices. Next, he stood, pulled my panties up, and off my legs, then buried his nose in them, breathing in my fragrance. That was so erotic. I moved back up to the bed and spread my legs wide for him. Then I pulled my knees up and gave him full access to my very aroused, very swollen pussy. He kissed his way down my inner thighs with soft kisses until he got to my swollen labia. I was so hot I could hardly stand it. He kissed my pussy lips lightly and then wasted no time applying long, smooth strokes of his tongue into my wetness. His tongue split right up beneath my wet, swollen lips. Wow, I thought. He was good with his tongue. He knew exactly what he was doing and how to do it. I lay my head tilted back and let myself be consumed with each stroke. Then he began lightly flicking my clit with each end of his tongue. Arching my back, I reached down, grabbed his head, and pulled him tighter into my steaming sacks. He sucked my clit between his lips, and that was all it took. I pulled his head tighter against my pussy, moaned loudly, and started coming. A rush of heat consumed my body, and I pushed my hips tightly 
against his wonderful mouth. My head began to spin, and my body felt consumed with heat as I rode a great orgasm. When I finally started to settle down, I released the grip on his head and settled my hips back down on the bed. My tips were heaving up and down with my heavy breathing. Oh my God, Stephen, that was incredible. I told him, I think those are the first words spoken since we'd gotten into the room. He looked at me and smiled and said, I'm glad you liked it, but I'm not done yet. With that, he started softly kissing and licking my sensitive pussy once again. I felt electrical charges start shooting through my body once more. He was so good. I had never had a man spend so much time giving me oral pleasure. I loved it. My pussy was soaked from coming just a few minutes earlier. I could hear him as he licked up my juices. Then he began rubbing two fingers between my pussy lips, massaging my swollen lips. Then, reaching up, he let me suck the wet juices from his fingers. Then he slowly inserted the same two fingers into my pussy. I moaned softly as he pushed them all the way in. He worked them in and out as he slowly finger-fucked me. He was making me feel so good. He was working me up into another finger frenzy, fucking me and licking my juices from the mess he was making with his fingers. I was getting close to coming again, and he could tell. All of a sudden, he did something with his fingers inside me that sent me into orbit. Oh my god. I went into immediate orgasm. I screamed out, my hips started bucking. I do not know what he did, but his fingers were incredible. Later, I found out when he inserted his fingers deep inside me, he swished his fingers back and forth in a scissor motion. Ladies, you have to get someone to try that on you. It will cause your pussy to spasm and will send you into orgasmic bliss. I laid there with my legs spread wide, breathing heavy, trying to bring myself back to reality, although I would just as soon have stayed in that state of orgasmic bliss. Stephen got off the bed and went over to his bag. I was not sure what he was doing, but he pulled out a condom, opened it, and started putting it on his cock. I was happy. I did not even have to ask him to use one. His cock was already very hard and fully erect. The condom looked very tight and uncomfortable on his cock, but I didn't care. I just wanted that big, beautiful member inside me. From what I had seen at that point, I had no doubt that he knew how to use it as well. He crawled back on the bed between my legs. He leaned down and started kissing and sucking on my tits, which caused me to start moaning softly again. I love to have my breast sucked, especially when I am sexually aroused. As he lowered himself, I felt the head of his cock rubbing up and down between my pussy lips. I reached down, took hold of his cock, and guided him into my vagina. I held my hands on his hips so that he would enter me slowly. His size and girth stretched me a little. We both grunted as his cock went deeper into me. Wow, I thought, he really filled me up 
Then he began slowly fucking me. He rested my knees over his elbows and started pumping into me with long, slow strokes. He felt so good inside me. He fucked me for several minutes, occasionally sucking my nipples between his lips and getting me ever closer to another orgasm. I could tell he was getting close to coming, too. His thrust came faster and deeper, and then he shouted breathlessly that he was about to come. I told him, come on my tits. His face lit up, and after a few more hard, deep thrusts, he pulled out of my spasming pussy and yanked the condom off just in time. As soon as I grabbed his cock, a long stream of hot, gooey cum shot from the inn and landed on my neck. The next two eruptions covered my tits and then dribbled down onto my belly. As I recovered, I let him watch me rub his cum into my skin and then suck on my fingers as I tasted his sweet cum. <clears throat> he had a big grin on his face, and he lay down beside me and rubbed my tits with my hand. We lay there together, kissing and caressing each other, and we'd occasionally exchange some small talk. We fucked again a little while later with me riding on top of him and holding on to the headboard. When I was about to come, I pulled off his cock and moved up and straddled his face. I held on to the headboard as he licked and sucked my pussy until I started screaming out my pleasure and grinding my pussy into his face until I had another wonderful orgasm. If there was anybody in the room next to us, I'm sure they were not sleeping. What a wonderful night I had of sex with Stephen. I cannot imagine why Stephen was divorced. I can't believe any woman in their right mind would give up a man with a talent and a wonderful cock. Stephen was an incredible lover. We spent the rest of the week together. We had wonderful dinners together and then wonderful sex together afterwards. We fucked in the shower, across the desk, and even once in the hotel jacuzzi. Before we left to come home, I saw him one last time in his room, just before we were set to leave. I sat down in front of him to give him a blowjob. I wanted to taste his cock and cum one last time. He did not disappoint either. He shot a huge load into my mouth and even dribbled down my blouse. We just laughed, cleaned it up, and went our separate ways. I really miss him. That is Naughty Dreamer, Business with Pleasure on Literatica. Thank you very much for that submission. Okay, it's good to actually have a sexy sex scene and not a jokey sex scene because we've got phone sex. <clears throat> and who am I having phone sex with? If they're not too scared of me after that, after I raise my voice about pee. If they're not too intimidated. And yes, it is. <clears throat> I have no idea what to call her. So let's make sure this is working. And that should be it. Lynn. Lynn it is. And Lynn, I'm hearing you start to click in. Ellie said she did a little test with you beforehand. 
So we should be able to hear you. Oh, hi. Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Hello. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no worries at all. Discord is like that. How are you doing, Lynn? I am nervous, not gonna lie. <laughs> it's okay, darling. Daddy will handle you. Unless you don't want Daddy to handle you and you want somebody else. No, I'm good. I'm okay. very happy with the current situation. Okay. <laughs> good. So then, what do I call you, Lynn? Sorry? What do I call you besides your name, Lynn? Uh... Kitten or baby girl, whatever you're feeling. Kitten or baby girl. It does seem like more of a baby girl kind of night. Just kind of in that uh, atmosphere, you know what I'm saying, baby girl? Mm-hmm. Good. What kind of week have you had? Uh, it's not been great, but that's too much of a bummer to talk about. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm not going to ask you too many questions right before sex anyway. <laughs> So then, if you did have a rough week, this is you blowing off steam. Maybe. And this is going to make it all better? Definitely. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Daddy likes making it all better for you. You always do. Oh, aren't you so, so sweet? And yet, I've never actually gotten to do it myself. <laughs> oh, good girl. I like the way you laugh for me, baby girl. I <laughs> Mm-hmm. Nice little ego stroke with your cute little voice and laugh. Thank you, I'm already getting nice and hard for you. Oh, you're very welcome. I, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I don't know how long this is going to take me. I, uh, I actually did come a number of times today already. Business is business, after all. <laughs> uh, and then I did take my naps and what have you. So... We're definitely going to need you to try as hard as you can to make me come. And the way that you're going to do that is enticing me with your voice and your moans. I think I can do that. Oh, I hope so. What are you wearing? Nothing at all. Good girl. And where are you? What position are you in? I'm in my bedroom, uh, laying down with my legs spread wide, waiting for you. Spread wide? Mm-hmm. That's very adventurous. Are you always this open, baby girl? Always for you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and tell me how wet you are. After listening to you, I'm soaking. Oh, good girl. Stroke your tits for me. Yes, sir. Oh, I love it. Nice and easy. <laughs> Lift them up and let them drop just a little. Let gravity do the work. Roll your hands around. Mm. Good girl. Mm. While you're doing that, I'm just going to very gently stroke my cock. See how sensitive it is, how ready. Mm. Oh, good girl. Oh, you're going to be a lot of fun to play with. <laughs> mm hmm. I like that you know it, too. <laughs> Good. Now. Oh, I want you to slide those hands down. Move them all over your hips and thighs. Come on, rake your fingernails up and down your thighs. Let me hear you. <sighs> There we go, good girl. 
I don't care how wet you are. You need to be wetter for me. Oh, yes, daddy. Oh, good girl. What a good little baby girl you are. Mm. Oh. Are you a voyeur at all? No, sir. No? Let's see no. if this turns you into one, the fact that so many women are going to get off listening to you. Mm. Oh, good girl. I'm such a pretty little voice, they're not going to be able to help it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You have such a pretty little voice, I think I want a tit job from you. Just mm -hmm. so you can keep it going even, because I know if I put my big daddy cock inside you, it doesn't oh, just matter what I do. You. That's exactly it. You just <sighs> melt and shudder and moan. Oh... Mm -hmm. Good girl. Oh, you're going to make Daddy come for you real good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a sweet little giggle you got there. Thank you. Oh, inside that pussy for me. Come on, one finger. Yes, sir. One finger. Good girl. Push right in. Yes. Things are moving far too fast for me to fuck you in real life, but I don't think I'd mind a blowjob at all. I'd be so happy. <laughs> I know you would. You're such a little giver. I can hear it. Oh, good girl. My cock is about as hard as it can get. That means I'm going to need less talk and more moaning from you. Come on. Push that finger inside. Good girl. Yes, sir. Yes, good girl. Oh. Move it around in nice little circles for me. Oh, show me that you're ready for more. Yes, sir. Oh, girl. Oh, you're such a brave little girl. You're such a brave baby girl for me. Oh, I love it. Oh, yes, come on, get that second finger and push, 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 push. Oh, good girl. so good. I bet you sound even better when you come. Oh, uh, let's find out. Come on, push, push, push a little bit more. Come on. Good girl, good girl. Yes. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Other hand down to that clit. Let's go. Come on, but gentle, gentle, gentle. Keep it gentle. Good girl, both at the same time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, this is how Daddy likes to handle his baby girl. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Good girl. Oh, Daddy. Oh, that's right. Come on, baby girl. Come on, give me more. Push, 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 push. You need to come for me before I come for you. You need to come for me more than once. You think you're only going to come for me once? Come on, begin push. Go, 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 go. Come on, baby girl. Come on, baby girl. Come on. Rub, 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 rub. Come on, come on. I need you to come. I need you to come. I need you to come. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on, Lynn, let's go. Come on, I want to hear it. Push, 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 push. Oh, good girl. Oh. 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 <laughs>
Will you keep rubbing those tits for me while you recover? <laughs> Good girl, nice and soft. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Daddy. Mm -hmm. Very welcome, baby girl. <laughs> Don't you worry. It's my pleasure. <laughs> oh, rub them nice and good while Daddy gets ready for you. Oh, my God. Yes. My cock's as hard as could be. If it was inside you, it would make you ache, baby girl. I promise you that much. Oh, yeah. 
Daddy, come on, push, push, push. Daddy, push. come for me, Daddy. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Yes
damn it. Oh, God damn it. Oh, good girl, good girl. I'm not done with you. you. Uh-uh, don't stop. Keep going. Yes. Keep going. Good yes. girl. Good girl. Yes. Come on. Oh, that's good. Good girl, good girl, good girl. Baby girl, baby girl. Come on, go, 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 go. I want you to come again. I want you to come again. I want you to come again. Go, 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 go. Come on, come on, go, go. God damn you, push. God damn you, push. Don't stop now. Go, 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 go. I really want to hear it this time. Come on, go, 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 go. Push for me, push for me, push for me. Don't make me push a third finger in there. I will. Don't make me make you push a third finger in there. I will. Go, 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 go. Come on, do it for daddy. Do it for daddy. Do it for daddy. Get on. No, 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 no. Yes. Oh, baby girl. Oh, baby girl. Do you like it when I purr? Do you think it's silly? Oh, fuck yes. Do you like it when I purr? Yes. Come on, rub that clip for me, Auntie. Hold on. Oh, baby girl. Oh, you were fantastic. Welcome. Mm, this is where you say how I'm amazing. <laughs> you definitely are. Thank you. Good girl. Thank you for being so brave. Thank you for being amazing. Oh, well, I do my best. Daddy, I'll be here. I got the mug and everything. Oh, fuck. I'm still shaking. Good girl. All right, guys. Well, we'll get one more thing of the tip jar open after that. Uh, thank you again to Lynn for being so brave there. Uh, Kathleen uh, M. says, have fun tonight. I think I did. Brittany says, ignore the name, as always. Having a lot of fun. Thank you, Brittany. Stephanie L. says, love Buffy. Cool. Linda says, thank you, Jackie Rockerwald. Thank you, Linda. Brianne said, my first show. And it was so much fun. Thank you for sharing your lovely voice with us. Thank you, uh, Brianne. That's it for tips? Are you kidding me? Come on, send them in. Are you kidding me? After the show I put on tonight? Send in those tips. Are you, are you mad? Are you mad? After the show I gave you tonight? Are you mad? Put them in. Let's put some bread in my jar. Oh, you know you got something special tonight. That was a hell of a show. Oh. Oh. Oh, snap, crackle, pop, babies. Oh, thank you very much to everybody who came out. Everybody who had a request. Please spread the word. We're doing one of these on next Friday as well. Let's get a bigger crowd. Let's get a bigger show. Let's get more people in. I had a lot of fun with your requests. We could do this for another like 15, 30 minutes. I swear to you, I have the stamina. I mean, not not now, not after what I just did, but uh, you know, technically before I had the stamina. Oh. oh, I had an amazing time. What a fun, 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 fun show. Jody says amazing show lovely thank you absolutely chuffed for you jody thank you chelsea says holy hell that was hot yes it was jillian says nothing thank you jillian 
Sometimes nothing is the sweetest thing to say. <sighs> Sometimes you say it all with your fucking money. That's just fine by me. Oh goodness, goodness, goodness. I don't I don't I don't quite know. Uh I don't, uh, yeah, I'm gonna need a minute. Whew. Can you get can you believe some people get paid to do that? And they still complain? This guy right here. <laughs> hey man, anything you do for a long enough period of time just becomes something else you do. Oh man. Oh, that was good. I really had to push myself for that orgasm. I'm an old man now. That's uh that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to orgasm that many times in one day. Oodalani. Worth it though. Worth it, worth it, worth it. Oh, babies. Mm -mm -mm. Oh goodness. Well, I guess that just about sets us up then for the rest of the uh, evening. Please send those tips in. If they're going to be late, trust me, I will appreciate each and every last one of them. Rochelle said, thanks for reading that last piece. Thank you, darling. I had a lot of fun reading that last piece, putting a little bit of a cowboy accent. Okay, so uh, since this is the end of it and I have begged for tips enough, thank you again for everything, for coming on out. Again, another show before I go away. It'll be the last thing I do, so please come out. The last thing you hear of me until season one on the podcast, that's you at home, if you're listening to this on the recording, uh, that will be my live show at 10 Eastern on the 15th. And then after the 15th, you will not hear from me again on the podcast until the 11th of April. Be ready. Be ready for that drought. And just because this is a perfect time to talk about that, commissions and phone sex are open. DM me if you're going to miss me for that period there. Uh, we've got one more week of the podcast left, one more episode on Thursday, that live show. And then Daddy's getting some <laughs> very well-deserved rest and relaxation. Oh, my great giddy aunt. Uh, and then we come back to season one, and it's just going to be, I think, fingers crossed, season one will be the best 14 episodes of the podcast yet. I think so. I hope so. Uh, live show is going to be streamed all throughout that, of course. Uh, we'll get rocking and rolling with everything else. Uh, gosh, what a, what a fun show. What a very fun show. What a fun and uh, charmed life that I get to live. Thank you very much for letting me do it. Thank you for that. Uh, for all you who are here live, have a great weekend. For all you who are listening at home, I hope you enjoy the next episode when it comes out. You're having an okay week. And if not, you get to turn around real, real soon. I am the Grey Knight. You can call me Jack. That was a lot of fun. And you can see, and hopefully hear, in between orgasm recovery and cat abduction and chucking, uh, that my body is uh, is getting in shape enough for the live shows. And uh, I'm very, very excited to go ahead and, and be bringing most of what you heard tonight right to your doorstep eventually. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being you, allowing me to be me. And that is going to be our show. <laughs>